0: for introverts and homebuys to live out loud in privacy. Just a heads up, next week is the big reveal. We will have a new name, logo, and music, and a new Facebook This episode is about introverts and relationships, more specifically romantic ones and partners in love, because it's that time of the month, and I'm not going to lie, I am not a fan of Valentine's Day. I don't need a day that I'm supposed to be romantic with someone and somehow give them a really expensive, ridiculous gift. And you know me, I don't like being told what to do. I mean, people should be good to each other all the time in a relationship. Like, you should do little things all the time. You should want to touch them, want to go out to eat with them, give them a gift when you think about them. And as introverts, wanting to be alone can be a problem when you're with an extrovert or even an introvert with very different alone needs. The point of relationships is to be with someone, which we do great since it usually means one-on-one time. But the problem is the relationship is two-sided. And yes, sometimes introverts can be seen as a bit selfish with our wants and needs. Which they can be depending on the person. So here are five tips to being in a relationship with an introvert. First is don't take their need for space personally doesn't mean we don't love you. It's for our own health and happiness. I mean, honestly, there's... You honestly would be more annoyed with someone who wants to be with you all the time. Second, there's no fixing to do. People are who they are, but you can grow together. There, we all have problems. We all have little ticks and things that can piss people off, even if you liked it in the first place, and then kind of starts getting annoying later. Like, conversation, people. Third is we we hate confrontation. Like, really, really hate it. Like, don't throw something at us and then expect an immediate answer or something deep enough when you just, like, throw it at us at the drop of a hat. If you want to talk to us about something, again, with people in anxiety, don't just say, we need to talk and then leave it at it for, like, for tomorrow because... We're going to overthink it and then feel like shit for the whole day. But we need time to process this. Especially if we, we... Whether or not you need to be emotional about the conversation or whatever you're talking about, you need to give us time to actually process it so we can give you actual thoughtful answers. Because I promise you, if you push me, you will not like what comes out of my mouth. It's going to be usually anger filled cuz that's kind of my default thing and probably a little mean because honestly for me it's mostly because there are I've had too many people in my life who expect me to just give them the answers they want and not what ways that we can work together to make things so we're both happy. Next is listen without interruption. It takes us time to open up. Like honestly I have so many friends who really don't know how many other friends I have because I don't talk about other my other groups of people all the time because it is my life, it's personal. And I've had too many times, as most introverts, where people kind of nitpick what we do, what we like, who we hang out with. I mean, hell, as teenagers, there's always someone annoyed with someone you hang out with, whether or not it's because of their own problems or the other person it doesn't fit the way they want you to live your life. I mean, stupid things when you're young. And interruptions show us that you don't really care. And then we'll just do it less and less. Because for a lot of us, yes, we love deep conversations, but your actions speak very loudly to us. And if you don't want, if you don't take the time to sit there and actually talk to us, and then listen to an response, not just to listen to actually respond to us, but actually listen to hear the words that are coming out of our mouth, we're not going to interact with you. <laughs> And the fifth is try the things that we enjoy. I mean, honestly, it helps you learn about your partner. And in the end, don't you have, you don't have to really like it. But you need to be open to it. But also, you're not allowed to make fun of us or criticize your partner for wanting to do it or needing to do it either. Like, just respect what they want to do. We have to freaking listen to what you like. I mean, how many girls have to freaking listen to their guys about sports, and it's like, ooh, great, make the points, take the ball somewhere, whatever. Like, honestly, I don't care about sports. My, both, my dad and my father-in-law love it. And I can sit there and be with them and watch it. More because I like watching the reactions and then just, like, how pissed off people get on certain things, and kind of, honestly, it's entertaining for me. Now, introverts, you don't get off on this either. But remember, a relationship is kind of give and take, and you have to do the work too. So here are your four tips. And we'll start with the end of the other's last tip. Is that you need to try some the things that they like as well. Even if it makes you uncomfortable, and no, you don't have to do it all the time, but you do need to... If your partner loves to go out to parties, you're going to have to go a couple of times. At, more than once especially during the holiday season you got a couple birthdays yes you have to go to baby showers sometime or baby's birthdays even though you don't like children especially when you have a really really freaking huge family but that's just me personally but you kind of have to interact with people you need to kind of you can learn new things about your partner and you might make a new friend Yes, you might only have like four of them and you're perfectly happy with that, but you could have one or two more. <laughs> Number two is you have the right to think things over, but don't take fucking forever. I mean, it's rude to someone to make them wait for an answer for long ass time. Yes, you need time to think things over, but don't don't just kind of hope that by your overthinking it and taking your time, that it's kind of just going to go away either. That's not how it works. Yes, I know I did that in high school sometimes because it was a, especially as a teenager, some of the subjects people were throwing at me were a little too, I felt, adult for me. Like, yes, I am growing and I am learning in life and stuff, but it's kind of like I can't take that many freaking leaps and bounds, especially when you're trying to freaking do homework and whatever extracurricular and then actually working at the same time. Three is don't take, do take time for yourself. Especially at the beginning relationship because you two were always going to want to be together. And as introverts we only have so much people time. Either that's because of just obligations with work, school, whatever. Like you still need to have time for your friends and family. And for me, yes I love my friends and family, but I can only hang out with them so much. Even in Even with the one-on-one like small group things that we love. Like I can't I can't be with my mom all the time. Even though we do get along and we hang out a lot. Same with some of my friends. Like, I don't want to hear the same things over and over again. I'm sure they don't want to hear the same shit for me. And the fourth tip is just, please remember to communicate. We all love being in our heads, but no one is, is a freaking mind reader. I mean, they won't know what you want to spend the evening reading. They won't know that you changed your mind about going somewhere that you said you were originally gonna do, but you're kind of not gonna do now. Like, as an either side, any person out there, no one's a freaking mind reader. Please learn to communicate more. And if you're tired or if you're annoyed with something, sometimes you're kind of like, like, babe, fuck off. Not literally that. I've, I have said that to my husband once, and but he knew I was like tired and hungry, and it's not a good combination. <laughs> and especially after I had to like hang out with. A weird meeting with lawyers and shit. So, it's like, you sometimes it could be a quick like, hey, I just need to be left alone, and just go into the bedroom and close the door, and like put on your headphones and fricking put on some music and have a book and just make yourself a pillow fort. On top of that, at the if you go into the website page for this episode, there will be a sign up for the Introvert Survival Kit. That I kind of made. It's just a little quick list. Some nice pictures of some of the things you need to add to your list. To have on ready. Because we all need to have them there. Like I have my playlists. I have several of them depending on my. What my mood is. I have like a bookshelf of books I still need to read. My husband doesn't know that's how I organized them that way. (laughs) He might now if he actually listens to my podcast. Um, Making sure you have. Like, comfy clothes. Like, when you do laundry, make sure you kind of keep up with not just your work clothes, but kind of keep some of your personal, like, favorite things there. I I keep a couple of my favorite blankets washed. And I use them when I'm working, but sometimes I use them when I really need to and I kind of make my own, like, cape hood thing and cover myself up. Have space somewhere for my dog so he can sit with me. But either way, that is needed for you to have... A good relationship with yourself, but also a good relationship with everyone else in your life, friends, family, loved ones. Ultimately, a healthy relationship revolves around respect. Respect for each other, respect for yourself. And I highly recommend the Five Love Languages book, the whole website, because there's a free quiz on there you can take. And they have a good email list if you want to get even extra stuff. I mean, it helped me and my relationship, especially with my husband, to really figure out what our nonverbal cues were in showing our love. It also helped um, kind of show when the other one was stressed or even really happy. Because when sometimes when the stress, if your love language was like physical touch, you want to be home alone with your significant other and you want to cuddle more if you're feeling bad. Or you want to talk things out. Or if you're extremely stressed and don't know what to do, you stop talking if that is your love language. I mean, they do more and less of their language when depending on how the stress or how happy they are and everything else. But there are six key parts to respect. First is trust. the benefit, Giving someone the benefit of the doubt and accepting each other's word. Accountability. When you can admit mistakes or when you're wrong, accept responsibility for behaviors, attitudes, and values. Safety. To refuse to intimidate or manipulate. Respecting physical space and expressing themselves nonviolently. Honesty, which is communicates openly and trustfully. Again, support. You support each other. You offer encouragement. You're understanding. You value each other's opinions. And you listen non-judgmentally. Which, of course, being humans, we can't do all the time. But building a good relationship, we build and constantly work on that part of respect. And the last is cooperation. Act. Asking for things and not expecting them. Again, no one is a freaking mind reader. Accepting change, making decisions together, and then being willing to compromise. These are all steps that you need to do to give respect and gain respect from other people, whether it is a sexual, romantic, whatever kind of relationship, but also with your friendships, with your work. Respect's a very big, important thing to have in your life. And you need to, honestly, it's, it, sadly, it's, you have to constantly work on those things about having a good relationship with other people, with your significant other, and having it with yourself. Either way, as introverts, we all need to work on relationships with everyone in our lives. And so no reason to stop working on it because it's hard or that some people want more or less than what we are wanting to give, which we should be more willing to without giving too much because I mean, there are some people who all they want to do is take, take, take and they don't give as much as they should. So keep these key points in mind no matter where you are in the spectrum to have a good, healthy, happy relationship. Thanks for listening. For freebies and show notes, head over to CourageousCreativity.co slash blog slash podcast 10. Leave a comment or question if you like and please leave a review.